I'm not not ready. What is up, guys? This is Free Wine and Unleavened Bread. I am your host, Dalton Locke, with Corey Ann Thorpe. Hey, guys. David Overstreet. Hello. And Whitney Williamson. Hello. Hello, Governor. What's Hello. up? <laughs> Did you bring some Did tea and crumpets? Did you just go crumpets? from Brit- British to ghetto? <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Whitney is a little bit of everything. Whittle bit of everything. <laughs> oh, oh, shoot. Oh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we are back for another episode. Uh, we are covering the second chapter of Colossians. Last week, we covered the first chapter. Go check it out if you have not uh, checked it out already. Uh, it's a good episode. We talked about a lot of things about the responsibility of the church, uh, that is Little C Church, us, and then the Capital C Church. Um, hopefully you have been praying what we told you to pray over yourselves, and uh, you are ready for some more knowledge, increasing of the knowledge of God uh, yeah. through the Bible and Paul's letter. Yeah, cool. <laughs> all right. All right, all right, all right. All right. Matthew McConaughey, we were just talking about him. Yeah. Yeah. Did you actually know that uh, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. Hey. 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 Yes. Has a letter in the Bible? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you just go past Revelation. Oh, no. You will uh, You will eventually, you know, close the cover and then you'll go to your phone and you'll look up Mac. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Anyways. Um, what is new, guys? We. Wait. I'll tell you what's new. We are in 2021. 2020 Woo-hoo! is over. Thank God. <laughs> yes. <sighs> 2020 was a rough year, and I, I'm not sure if 2021 is going to be much different. It's going to be better, guys. Come on. I just on, got now. used to writing the date 2020. Now, <laughs> for about six to eight months, I'm going to be writing 2020 on everything. Oh, yeah. Right. It's actually 2020. It's actually, you can call it PTSD. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 It is insane. Guess I've got twenty twenty vision. Um, <laughs> like, isn't yeah, it crazy? Officially old. Uh-huh. How fast the year did go by, though. Oh my goodness! Like, it just flew by. It's like we yeah. slept. It was it, slept yeah. Through it. You probably did. <laughs> <laughs> no, we like we. I feel like we just got in this house, a dude, and now we're yeah. Literally, we're gonna resign, but yeah, we're gonna resign. But like, we we moved in here February seventh, okay. and. I mean, it, you're right. It has flown by. It does not feel like it has been almost a year. Yeah. I need to decorate the house. <laughs> I feel like we've done a good job decorating it. We need to do more of that. We need to do more you know? wall art, of yeah. course. We, um, we need to paint some walls. When did you get that Route 66 sign? It's been there for literally months. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you need to just notice the wall signs you already have? <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Before he slept through 2020, so. Yeah, I did. Everything. Apparently, we have a salt lamp now. We have a salt. What did you say? A salt lamp. Oh, a salt. Yeah. Is that what it's called? It is a salt. <laughs> it lamp. assaults you. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's a yeah. Hey, look, I can. Well, I'm not gonna do it now. But you can like turn it down and stuff. You can dim it. That's you cool. You can dim it. Yeah. Nice word there. That's what yeah. I was looking for. We didn't say condemn. Condemn. Can dim. Yeah. <laughs> but I like it. It fits the vibe of the room. I think. Yeah. I think, ladies. I like it. It's cool. I do it fits like in it. with the good vibes cool. behind mm-hmm. me. Dalton wasn't crazy about it. Not at first. Like I. Just, I just. It's not that I wasn't crazy about it. I just didn't care. You just don't like a light that's like a rock that lights up. <laughs> well, I just like, it's one of those things that you like, you jump on the train. Yeah. Anything. But like, 
once I walked up here and I kind of saw it with all the lights off, uh, I told David, yeah, it's a good balance uh, between this light behind me. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of lights up the whole room, but keeps it pretty dim, which is how I like it anyway. I don't like yeah. the room to be just bright. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of how I feel with your little stick figure of reindeer downstairs. <laughs> That's just kind of chilling on the table. Yeah. When I, when I saw it, I was like, what? Why is there a stick figure of reindeer just like on the... Yeah. And then now it's like growing on me. It's growing on it's you? It's like if I don't see it, it's weird. Yeah. Well, you realize that on the other wall, opposite wall, there is a like a little wall art piece mm-hmm. with another reindeer. Yeah. That is like covered in a plaid sweater. <laughs> and yeah. the stick figure reindeer is like has like a plaid body. And so they kind of even out, you know. How long is this going to stay up through the new year? <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> So we're actually recording this on December 20th, so I haven't put the decorations up just yet. (laughs) Good one, Corey. (laughs) My Christmas decorations are just going to stay up all year round. Yeah, yeah. Keep the Christmas spirit. Efficient. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I have a Christmas joke. You have a Christmas joke? Since we're talking about Christmas. Okay. Let's hear it. Christmas was so two weeks ago. Oh, jeez. What did Adam say the night before Christmas? Oh no! He said it's Christmas Eve. (laughs) 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 Wow, it's good. I have not heard that joke. I just got it. That was good. Right down. (laughs) Dad jokes all the way. What joke did you make the other night at Bar Louie? That to to Lauren that I was just like, oh my goodness. We had just sit down. And you made some kind of a joke. It was like the I'm stumped thing. You would always say when I hit the tree with the frisbee. It'd be something like oh, that. I don't remember what I said. I can't remember, but I make so many dad jokes I can't keep up. Yeah. I don't know, but side note, Dalton's Alley. Like when we're That's, like, that sounds yeah. like a name of a nice restaurant. It does. Or a barber shop. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. I want a You're percentage of uh, whatever you it. get for that. Oh. That's a cool name. Dalton's Alley. Yeah. You're welcome. That one's very. Thanks. The percentage, of course. <laughs> There's no return policy on it, though, right? Mm. There's no, 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 Oh, you can also hear Cooper whining faintly. Yeah. Gotta love dogs. Dogs are great. Gotta yeah. love dogs. I forgot to start the timer again. It's okay. What time are we at right now? 6.58. 6.58. Okay. Seven minutes. Seven minutes. Seven minutes of just pure chatter. Cool with me. Cool with me. Cool with the listeners. Add some life. It's like, this is exactly what I want to listen to. Yeah. In a world. In a world. <laughs> Full of creaky chairs. <laughs> Sometimes I just get joy out of looking at Whitney's face after I see. <laughs> She's just like unimpressed. <laughs> unimpressed. Absolutely I am unimpressed. easily unimpressed. True chains. But there are times I'm easily impressed, and I'm like, oh, really? You're also easily amused. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was, so I went and got pizza the other day for lunch, and and you thought of me? Was it Alfredo? No. Oh. The reason I thought of you is because they gave me rolls first. Yes. <laughs> and I could just hear Whitney saying, yes, bread. <laughs> bread is life. Mm-hmm. Doing like the little dance where she eats it. Yeah. yeah. Just, 
The little shoulder dance. Oh, no. <laughs> oh man. Oh goodness. So I have I have nothing. <laughs> All right, guys. So hold up, hold so up. well, guys, it is time that we uh, put the milk down. Put that milk down. Bad it's time. dinner time. A little bit. What is on the menu tonight? So on the menu we have Colossians chapter two. Ooh. Dun dun dun. Mm. It's my favorite entree. Yeah. <laughs> it's favorite, huh? Yeah. Need a little bit of wine to wash it down. So mm. I put the milk up already. That's good. <laughs> we do have two gallons of milk. We, oh, do we? Oh, I think so. I think we have a gallon and a half. A gallon and a half? Yeah. Because I bought a half gallon. Probably not even that much though, because we've both used. Yeah. I've been drinking a lot of milk lately. Anyways. <laughs> oh, now that we got that settled. <laughs> I had to get that out. I'm sorry. So takeaways um, from Colossians chapter 2. Yeah, takeaways from Colossians chapter 2. David, start us out because you got the greeting. I'll start us out. So um, chapter 2, again, which is kind of continuing the theme of like describing Christ as this deity, fig- deity figure. Um, I find it interesting because... This book describes Christ in some of like the loftiest language in the New Testament. Um, he's presented as the center of the universe and sufficient in all things. And I think it's also interesting in Colossians 2 verse 9. It says, For in Christ all the fullness of deity lives in bodily form. So not only is he the creator, but he's also the recipient of creation so like he came in bodily form um so i think that that just to me stuck out and like you know he's not just giving us this doctrine and telling us just do this like he came and he experienced what we go through and he conquered and i just think that that's really interesting and just so characteristic of a leader and a supreme figure Mm -hmm. so Yeah. I'm just going to read a little bit of the first part from the Passion Translation just because, well, it's passionate and I just really like it. Um, So David and I actually shared our part of the chapter, which is a lot of fun. I like sharing. Oh, twinsies. Yeah. (laughs) We need matching PJs. Oh, cute. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You wear that green blanket. The green, wear and the I green wear my, blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Over the top of your arty PJs. And I forgot I'll wear, about that. Yeah, I'll wear my flannel. <laughs> they match. But anyway, so it's talking about Paul's love for the Colossians. And he was talking about how he struggled for them um, and for many of their friends that he hasn't even met yet. And he's contending for them that their hearts will be wrapped in the comfort of heaven and woven together in love's fabric. And he goes on to say, This will give you access to all the riches of God as you experience the revelation of God's great mystery, Christ. For our spiritual wealth is in him, like hidden treasure waiting to be discovered, heaven's wisdom and endless riches of revelation knowledge. I want you to know this so that no one will come and lead you into error through the persuasive arguments and clever words. Even though I'm separated from you geographically, my spirit is present with you. And I'm overjoyed to see how disciplined and deeply committed you are because you have such a solid faith in Christ, the anointed one. In the same way you receive Jesus, our Lord and Messiah by faith, continue your journey of faith, progressing further into your union with him. Your spiritual roots go deeply into his life and as you are continually infused with strength, encouraged in every way. 
for you are established in the faith you have absorbed and enriched by your devotion to him. And it goes on to say, be aware, or sorry, beware that no one distracts you or intimidates you in their attempt to lead you away from Christ's fullness by pretending to be full of wisdom when they're filled with endless arguments of human logic. For they operate with humanistic and clouded judgments based on the mindset of this world system and not the anointed truth of the anointed one. <laughs> that is a passionate translation. I like that. I do like mm-hmm. it. I do like that because it's it's very poetic. It, it is. is. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was listening to Robert Frost or something there for a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where are you going to go on? Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go down to 15. So Colossians chapter 2, 1 through 15. I'm at 9 right now. It says, For he is the complete fullness of deity living in human form, and our own completeness is now found in him. We are completely filled with God as Christ's fullness overflows within us. He is the head of every kingdom and authority in the universe. Through our union with him, we have experienced circumcision of heart, and all of the guilt and power of sin has been cut away and is now extinct because of what Christ, the Anointed One, has accomplished for us. For we have been buried with him into his death, Our baptism into death also means that we were raised with him when we believe God's resurrection power, the power that raised him from death's realm. The realm of death describes our former state, for we were held in sin's grasp. But now we've been resurrected out of that realm of death, never to return, for we are forever alive and forgiven of all of our sins. My favorite part, I'm sorry guys, I know this is long, but it says he canceled out every legal violation we had on our record from the old arrest warrant that stood to indict us. He erased it all. Our sins, our stained soul, he deleted it all, and they cannot be retrieved. Everything we once were in Adam had been placed onto the cross and nailed permanently there as a public display of cancellation. Then Jesus made a public spectacle of all the powers and principalities of darkness, stripping away from them every weapon and all their spiritual authority and power to accuse us. And by the power of the cross, Jesus led them around as prisoners in a procession of triumph. He was not their prisoner. They were his. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just... You know, you're reading your favorite part there, um, talking about he exonerated us. Um, it just makes me think of every single time there's a situation in my life where I've been bailed out of something or that something has come along to relieve a situation, um, mainly talking about, like, financially. Um, and just, like, that feeling I get after that happens to me just like the burden just being taken off and just thinking like that's how we should feel all the time with Christ because that's what he's done for us every single day every time we sin Um, obviously that's not an excuse to keep doing it but it should be motivation to to not Mm -hmm. uh, stray away Um, because usually after I have those moments in my life I have that like guilt associated with it and like I don't want to do this again so just kind of adopting that, but also just that feeling in itself is just so indicative of what you're reading. Yeah, it's just like pure freedom, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like we're not bound by those things. And like, I know at the beginning, so verse 8, um, I'll just read part of it. It says, Take heed lest there shall be any one that maketh spoil of you through his philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. So that kind of goes, I know the previous episode I was talking about judgment, that kind of goes into that because there's people out there, I call them puff daddies or puff ladies. They like puff them, (laughs) they puff themselves up on like having this knowledge of the law, you know, and 
this judgment that comes from it and god's like no like no thank you what are you talking about like jesus died he died for you um also in that there's another part verse 11 it says in whom you were also circumcised with a circumcision not made with hands so it wasn't from the law yeah um in the putting off of the body of the flesh in the circumcision of christ yeah i like i I love that part too mm -hmm. just like the pure submission that needs to happen yeah in your christian walk is just it's poetic it really is just like you to have a christian life like you you have to have that surrendering to Mm -hmm. jesus yeah yeah but then by surrendering surrendering to jesus in that we can know that nobody can disqualify us Mm -hmm. yeah that's right yeah and it, it says it right there um right after where Whitney left off um it says therefore let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food and drink or with regard to a festival or a new moon or a sabbath these are a shadow of the things to come but the substance belongs to christ let no one disqualify you insisting on asceticism and worship of angels and going on in detail about visions and uh puffed mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> puffed up without reason by a sensuous mind and not holding fast to the head from whom the whole body nourished and knit together through its joints and ligaments grows with a growth that is from god so we can know that we cannot be disqualified from by somebody who thinks that they know it all mm-hmm. but doesn't live it out doesn't live by the standards of God which is sticking to the church sticking to um, the like being controlled by the head which is Christ they they just go on with their feelings and they go on with what the world says don't let those people pass judgment on you don't let them try to disqualify you you are qualified because Jesus says so because you are circumcised from in the heart, in the heart. Yeah. from your old flesh yeah strive to know jesus not the laws of the puff daddies yeah. <laughs> which knowledge is good we are of told course, to increase yeah. in the knowledge of god but it is our relationship with christ that mm-hmm. is the most important and everything will follow you know it's really funny that we're doing this book and i don't always feel like i get things like this and this may not be anything to other people but it was something to me and i was just thinking about the body of christ and like in the last episode, we talked about how, you know, we referenced that we are the body and we need to, to wake up and be active. But just like our our flesh, our bodies, if we die, there's our spirit's no longer in our body. You know what I, you know what I mean? And so there's a lot of the body walking around without the spirit of God and it's dead. Yeah. yeah. And it's still supposed to be the body of Christ with the spirit in it led by the spirit and there's so many bodies of christ quote unquote or like churches Mm -hmm. that are walking around without the spirit and they're getting caught up in the religious aspect and the circumcision outwardly of what you're supposed to do to change instead of letting god circumcise your inward self in your heart and they're trying to operate without that spirit and it's it's dead works um but anyway, it just, yeah, it reminded me of that. Just having having the Spirit of God living on the inside of you and letting Him circumcise your heart. And so, Dalton, when you had mentioned that, that just brought that thought to me. And I just feel like God showed me the body trying to operate without a spirit, and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, 
a clarification that I want to make. Um, somebody that is living uh, the the type of person that the later verses of Colossians two um, bring brings up uh, is somebody that isn't living under the control of Christ, under in submission to Christ. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean that it's always somebody who is just blatantly no church. It can very well be somebody that is in the church that has the appearance of being wise, mm-hmm. that has the appearance of... Of godliness but denying its power. Of yeah. godliness but denying its power. That or not receiving its power. Mm-hmm. Refusing to receive its power because of whatever sin is in their life. Um, the end of chapter 2, it goes in to say... Uh, all of these things uh, that they that the these type of people that they just recommend or that they try to disqualify you with, it says these have indeed an appearance of wisdom in promoting self-made religion and asceticism and severity to the body, but they are of no value in stopping the indulgence of the flesh. I can think of so many people that put themselves up on a pedestal because they are so self-righteous in their in their self-made religion but they still indulge in the desires of their flesh mm-hmm. and it just has and it just goes to show that these type of people they have no say in my salvation yeah it also goes to show that they don't view Christ the same way because they're not they don't view Christ as all-powerful mm-hmm. they view themselves as that role mm-hmm. yeah and how we view Christ impacts every area of our life. So, it's kind of like referencing what we said, you know, in our previous episode about the first chapter of Colossians. Just like we I lost my thought. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I hate it when I do that. Yeah. It all um, it shows to a relationship with Jesus is what brings you know once you have a relationship with Jesus you strive to to do the things that he commands us to do you know you can't just have a relationship and free will it but it shows that having a relationship with him is what draws shoot I lost it (laughs) (laughs) yeah no that was you know oh she's coming back kind of where I was headed with that it's just (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) <laughs> just, But what we reference as far as when you have that relationship with Jesus, it's not that you have to clean up to go to him. But when you actually experience the fullness of who he is, automatically it's written on your heart. Yeah, It's written on our hearts that we might not sin against him. But when you are in relationship with somebody, you don't have to make yourself do nice things for them. You're in relationship with them and you just appreciate the character of who they are. And it comes natural. Like You, you just want to mm-hmm. want to do things for them. And it's something you don't have to really make yourself. It's a privilege. And so a lot of times people are like, well, why would I want a relationship with God? He's like, you know this, and he has to have it his way and his will and da-da-da. If you really knew the character of God and, and what he says, it's actually to benefit you. Yeah, and it It's brings not you- just a benefit because he wants to be bossy towards you. It actually benefits you. It and brings it says, you joy. It does. Yeah, and when you have given yourself to Christ, when you are actually circumcised in the heart, you can tell by the fact that your flesh wants something, but you in your heart, you don't want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there, there are so many times when I am tempted to fall into a habit of sin, but I sit there and I think about it 
my body wants this, but my spirit doesn't. Yeah, my flesh is weak, but my spirit is willing. Exactly. Or like uh, Paul was uh, also saying, um, the things that I desire, I do not do, but the things that I do not desire, I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, like, that's the thing. Like, you know that you, you know that you yourself are qualified by where your heart is. By what your heart, what your spirit wants. Yeah. Um, but guys, we are running out of time <laughs> again. It's a, it's so good when we get into conversation like this, when we just are able to edify one another and to lift each other's spirits, um, and to build each other up with encouragement and um, just reassurance, because that's exactly what this chapter is doing. It's reassuring us of our qualification, of our um, salvation in Christ. Uh, and that's exactly what Paul was doing with the Church of Colossae. He's reminding them that Jesus is, in fact, God, and that he has to find us. Uh, but that's all we got for this week. Uh, tune in next week as we wrap up with chapters 3 and 4. Um, guys, just be reassured and don't let people disqualify you in your, in your relationship with Jesus. I'll have a good week.